Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Hello, everybody. My name is Kevin McDonald, and today I am so happy to introduce you to Michelle Blood and the Mystical Experience Club. What's that, you ask? Well, we're going to get into all of that during the course of this interview, and uh, I'm very excited because I've actually been part of the Mystical Experience Club, and I have to tell you, it is the highlight of my Sunday and or Saturday whenever she does it. It's just, it's just extraordinary, and the people that she has with her are just, they are just the, the coolest people. You need to be part of this. It is a wonderful experience, and again, hello, my dear friend, Michelle. How are you? <laughs> time. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely to be with you today, Kevin. I'm so happy that we're going to be speaking about the mystical experience because, as you know, we have members from all over the entire globe. Some of them don't even speak English, but their lives are transforming. And it's such a beautiful thing to share with everyone. It really is. And, and thank you for doing it. It's just, it's just uh, incredible. So let's, let's begin by you sharing uh, some of your journey because I know that at one time you were a, a hot, 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 hot Australian rock singer. And now you're a mystical teacher who creates great transformation in people's lives all over the world. Like you said, I know this, uh, firsthand because I've attended them and they're just, like I said, they're just wonderful and they're virtual events. So you can do it anywhere in the world. It's just awesome. And, uh, I can see just, you know, these people are just extraordinarily happy and they are change. You're changing their lives, which we're going to talk about some, but I want to ask you about your story first. Well, my story, for those who've come to this website, The Mystical Experience, you're obviously interested in transformation. Maybe you're at a level where you just want to learn about a bit of meditation. Maybe you're in some sort of suffering, emotional, financial, whatever it is, this is the place to be. It is the place to be for transformation, to have your vibration frequency be not just uplifted, but that speed of oscillation which will transform consciousness, which is what it's all about, transforming consciousness. You change your life, you start resonating and bringing into your life the things that will bring you happiness and releasing that suffering, whatever it is. So I'll just briefly speak about my story because I've spoken about it so many times on thousands of interviews all over the world for many, many years now. So I'm Australian. G'day. (laughs) And I was a rock singer in Australia, as lovely Kevin said. And we had gotten to the point where we had quite a few thousand people coming to our gigs every night. And we worked all over Australia and we'd have to travel long distances. One night on our way from a long gig in uh, Brisbane to Sydney, the driver fell asleep at the wheel. And as the passenger, I was crushed. And I had I was in the hospital for many, many months. And it was probably at the time I thought the worst moment of my experience in this life because I loved what I did. 
I loved kicking ass, singing, entertaining, managing the band, co-writing the songs. We were just a really great band. We loved the audiences. Everything was going so well. And we started getting interest in record labels overseas. Lots of good things were happening. So I had no intention of changing my direction in life because I was very happy with the direction. I was, even though it was very hard work gigging all around Australia, any Australian musician will tell you that. But I, after this car accident, something amazing happened to me. Now we're going to get Kevin to say, what was that, Michelle? (laughs) What was that, Michelle? (laughs) In a minute. I just had to swallow. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. And what what was that, Michelle? Well, the amazing experience that you would think would be the most negative thing was the thing that changed my life. I had a near-fatal car accident when the driver fell asleep at the wheel. Some of the musical instruments, instrumentation and speakers went into my side. I won't go into all the gory details. There were so many (laughs) broken bones and pelvises and long, long operations, one 17 and a half hours. But during the many months I was in that hospital, people noticed, you know, of course, you know, Michelle's not as positive and happy as we know she can be. So people started bringing me in tapes and recordings. And what happened to me was I started having these epiphanies from listening to Napoleon Hill talking about affirmations and auto-suggestion, healing his little baby son. And so I attempted to do the affirmations saying them over and over again. And for those of you who don't know what an affirmation is, an affirmation is a positive statement you say to yourself about yourself and it works on your subconscious mind. However, all of these great teachers were saying, but if you don't emotionalize the affirmation, it's not going to go into the treasury of your subconscious mind. And so as a singer-songwriter, after many weeks of attempting just to say it, my doubting mind immediately would say, look, this is absolute rubbish. It's not working. You are not healed. You're saying you're healed. The doctors are saying if you do walk again, you'll have a permanent physical limitations and a limp and all these terrible things. They weren't being negative. They were just, you know, being doctors telling you the way it was. So... As a singer-songwriter, been writing songs for years. I'd even written some jingles over the years for advertising agencies. You know you can't get a jingle out of your head, Kevin, right? (laughs) Nope. Once it's there, it's there. I mean, you're a radio DJ. You're very famous. You're very, very one of the best in America. You know the reason advertising agencies spend billions of years on their jingles especially for radio, is because you can't get the product out of your head once you have the jingle, right? That's right. That's right. (laughs) And so uh, I started singing. I started singing my affirmations and they worked because what was happening was the left side of the brain is the logical side. That's where the affirmations go in. The right side is the creative side where the melody is. So I am healed, I know I am. I love myself, I am my friend. So singing that over and over again onto a little tape, because I always had a cassette player with me in case I had a songwriting idea. Well, this way it went straight into my subconscious mind, went beyond the doubting mind, and then what happened was 
the divine mind which creates this entire universe we don't want to get too deep here maybe i will maybe i won't we'll see how we go (laughs) (laughs) but that started creating healing because i started believing i started believing beyond belief having faith that this was going to happen and so i started doing a lot more affirmation songs with my friend john and we started recording them and these songs started really really penetrating my subconscious mind so some journalists in australia found out about my miraculous healing journalists found out so newspapers some tv stuff in australia and then promoters in australia came to me and said hey we'd love you to work around australia with dr deepak chopra dr wayne dyer stuart wilde uh, Tony Alessandra, Jim Cathcart, Bob Proctor, and I didn't know who any of those people were, <laughs> Kevin, because of the fact that that wasn't in my periphery of my where I was resonating. I was in the rock and roll world, and these are all self-improvement gurus, you know, so to speak. But working around Australia with them, I started to get to know them, and I love what they were doing. And they really said, what you're doing is very, very unusual. We're so surprised no one's done it before. But Bob Proctor, he was really enthusiastic. He said, I love what you're doing. Magnet to money song, I am energy. He said, said, I can't get them out of my head. He said, this is going to work hundreds of times faster to change someone's life. And this is what we all teach, all of us that teach self-development, self-improvement, motivation. We teach about changing the, the mind doing affirmations, auto-suggestion, visualization. So that's the first part of what happened. My life after that took an entirely different approach to life. (laughs) Now, Michelle, let's talk about that a little bit because along your journey, you had something that you call the awakening. Can you describe what that is? Well, after I was working all over the world with Bob Proctor and many great, great teachers that I loved. Stuart Wilde, I loved him. So many of them, they were fun to work with. They were very, very powerful people. Louise Hay was wonderful. But I couldn't, I had this, what I'll call a heart glow after I started healing, after I was using these affirmations. And what I found out later was that this heart glow was my chakra my heart chakra, which is actually along the spine. It's along, you've got this beautiful tube called the shushumna. And at the bottom of this tube is what is called kundalini energy or shakti energy. And what that actually is, is it's like little bubbles of energy that start scrubbing clean that shushumna along the spine, the ethereal spine, so that the chakras can become activated. And the chakras are energy centers. They're doorways to different divine dimensions so that you can awaken. And so I started meditating a lot, but I also started traveling the world. I went everywhere, so many different countries all around the world. I mean, I had already worked and do huge seminars and concerts to over 16 countries, had hit records. You would look at my life and say, why is she still searching? Her life kind of rocks. She's making great money. She's working with positive people. She's changing people's life. They're happy to do the affirmation songs. 
And anyway, so I was like, but I still feel that something's missing. And I feel this heart glow. I was like, can't anyone else feel this heart glow? And I would hear this like whistling in my ears and mm, humming, humming. And as I said, I found out later that my chakra was partially activated. So if you go to someone and they say, oh, your chakras are closed down. Everybody's chakras are closed down, but none of them are activated until the shashumna, that beautiful tube, starts scrubbing clean all of the things in your life that have been weighing you down. Now, before I go into my awakening, I'm just going to show you a quick clip. Okay, so you see this, there's an ocean and there are diamonds everywhere. It's like an ocean of diamonds. Now you see this big diamond coming up right now. That's you. You're in this ocean of eternal light. That is the divine mind, the divine presence. And so what happens over a lifetime or many lifetimes is this diamond is clear. Some people wonder why they can't feel the law of attraction doesn't work for me. Well, your diamond becomes heavy. It becomes weighed down with like these little sludges, sludges of little brown dots of hurt, judgment, envy, jealousy, fear, and it starts coating this perfect diamond. You are this perfect diamond. You are the eternal consciousness. You are immortal consciousness. But then fear and loneliness, anger, hurt, rage, frustration, they start coating this beautiful diamond, fear of lack, fear of not getting. You're comparing yourself to others. You're not feeling worthy. And so what happens is someone who has awakened, which I am now, I, my enlightenment came back from past lives, they can absolutely, there's a bike going by, a little bastard, a <laughs> <laughs> <Elder> little treasure. <laughs> anyway, um, telling him not to do it. I have to call his mummy. Where was I? Where should I come back in? Because this is just a video anyway, so we can edit it. So my enlightenment came back. And when someone's enlightenment has come back, they are a conduit of the light and they can transmit light to your soul, to your diamond, to your immortal consciousness. And then they start. That light starts popping away, dissolving all of those emotional ties that were holding you back. And so that is what happened to me, Kevin. So that was a cute little video to show you guys what actually happened. Some people call it like lines of attention to the past or the future, but what's actually happening is your soul, your pristine, divine, omnipresent soul is just getting layered with so many emotions from hurts. It's not your fault. It's nobody's fault. It happens to everybody. But once you start thinking positive thoughts, doing affirmations, visualizing, but then when you go beyond that, which I wanted to do because I wanted to have that feeling of oneness with the divine, I knew that there was more. My memories were coming back of spiritual experiences from past lives. So then I met an enlightened teacher, and I looked all over the world, Kevin, all over the world. And after a few years of her teaching me and her transmitting light to her students, small amount of students, 
that, you know, because it's not easy to reawaken your enlightenment, but I did everything she taught me to do. And after a few years, that beautiful Shashumna had already come up to my heart chakra. My heart chakra had become activated. And then my crown chakra, after years and days and days, every day of the week, every night, meditating, 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 doing all of these different things that would just start coming to me from past life, Kriya Yoga breathing. And it was the most incredible experience. There's no way anyone could explain it. I went through what's, what I call the, a stargate. You hear buzzing. You hear the whole thing. This is more than a kundalini awakening. This is a full awakening. I was going through that stargate night after night after night, having all these beautiful spiritual experiences until one day it was like the sky just broke apart. So I'm grateful to my teacher, every day of the week because now I do the same thing, transmit light to others. Michelle, how do you do that? You do that on when we have the uh, Mystical Experience Club and all the people that are there, you are freely giving your love and your light to them. But how do you create the vibration and how do you transmit this light and create such wonderful trans uh, transformation in others well what happens is it's it's really quite interesting the first two years of my awakening reawakening enlightenment i started to experiment because you have to get used to it your body has turned into like a body of light not everybody can see it because there are so many billions of people on the planet i could see it with my teacher to start with it was like just buzzing in the head and you'd feel vibrations in the head. So I started experimenting by asking people if they would like me to pray for them and getting them to send me their photograph. And what was starting to happen was I would gaze their photograph, look into their eyes, and this phenomena happened. All I could feel and see was the divine. If you want to call the divine the Buddha or whatever, in their eyes, I could just feel my oneness with my divine is their divine. It's the same divine presence. It's omnipresent. And it's so generous and giving and loving, and it created all of us. This world of the Maya is an illusion. And so what I noticed happening was even though their eyes are open, this photograph, their eyes started closing, and then that, a smile would come on their, their faces would morph, and then just white light. It was just like it just dissolve into white golden light. And then I just knew. Just, I just knew that light had been transmitted to them. And so I did this for a few years before I started uh, reteaching because I taught for years before that, you know, seminars, I taught visualization, certain forms of meditation, but not this. So I wanted to be sure, 100% sure that this really worked. And it started working. The feedback was phenomenal from all of these people. So the divine, with my intention, that whatever is for this person's highest good, may that come to fruition, whatever it was, so that they will be relieved, so that we'll have prosperity. I would always, always love to pray, Kevin, <laughs> love it. But I realized because I don't have a doubting mind anymore, because once you're awakened, you aren't just in the moment anymore. You are in the timelessness and you have no fear. You begin to see things dissolve all around you. Anywhere you look, you can feel the light using you. That divine omniscient wisdom, omniscient wisdom, all wisdom is you're like this light. You're not going on and off anymore just from an occasional meditation. Your light is on 24-7. 
and you feel the vibration. I mean, it took so many nights of vibrating the Shakti coming through me, of amazing spiritual and physical phenomena. And then you have the awakening, which you've got to get used to. But what is happening is the divine then uses me. So I am teaching people how they can do the same thing. So with the mystical experience, we do webinars and now, of course, Zoom events. And we have all these different levels where people can come here to the mystical experience and be assisted so that those sludges and those things you've been trying to feel you're like oh gosh I know that I'm spiritual I know I'm a good person I know that other people are having success in this area of their life or this area or their career why aren't I and it's because their diamond is coated and I noticed immediately with my teacher when she was transmitting light by just gazing us or just sitting there and meditating with us and so we do that and I also do I don't advise anyone to gaze anyone's picture. For some reason, I've been gifted with the ability to do it with their picture because then I know it's done and then they are in my consciousness forever in that eternal divine ocean. So light is sent to them whenever I meditate for all the mystical experience. And then now that we're doing all the Zoom virtual events, it's wonderful because I can send light to each one as we're going. Those people, there are some people that join because they want to just have the experience of a better life, to relieve suffering, to have more prosperity. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is fantastic because otherwise people are suffering and no one wants anyone to suffer. So I find it so joyful and I am so grateful when we see all the mystical experience people when we're zooming sort of networking talking about their challenges or something that helped would help them and changing their life changing their giving them different ideas and then there's some that want to go much much deeper they want to be awakened and they can become a diamond member and a diamond member has an event with me every month one-on-one tons of light sent to them they get a daily light transmission every single day of the week wow just waiting for the bike again (laughs) and they receive a light transmission every day and the changes kevin that have happened in their lives i mean some of these people were miserable They weren't making money. They didn't know what to do. They were stuck in their life. So they came to me because not because they thought that they wanted a mystical experience or go deeply into their spirituality, because they wanted changes in their life and they didn't know how to do it anymore. They were stuck. But then when that transformation occurs and their diamond becomes clear, they realize, oh, my goodness, I just think a positive thought and it seems to manifest into my experience. But it just depends on the soul, the soul type and what they want to experience and where they are right now in consciousness. No judgment, just everyone in the whole globe is in a different state of consciousness. And the Buddha said, we are what we think. Everything we are arises with our thoughts. With our thoughts, we make the world. So the secret, the law of attraction is no secret. That was stated two and a half thousand years ago by the Buddha. And that is a true story. The Buddha was a real person. So there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Michelle, I have I have to tell you, and I, I and I have to say this on on behalf of the folks that are in the mystical experience, and also myself, and that is this: 
if you are searching for something extraordinary, if you want to be part of something that's bigger than yourself, if you want to take where you are today and move it to where you would really love to be, I have to tell you, this is the experience that you want to have. Michelle is unbelievable at what she does. I have seen, and, and you know, the, the thing is, and uh, there are times, Michelle, when I notice that you've sent me light and things have happened that I didn't even plan on them happening. They just do. That That's kind of how it happens, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, I think the main thing is you're a soul that is a compassionate soul. You've got a big heart and you love people and you want to see people happy. And so it's a very interesting experience when people are like that naturally. They can become like that, of course, once the sludge is gone. But they still find that there's something that's not quite fitting and they're doing everything they can to uplift others. But there's something still holding them back. Maybe it's a little bit of karma from a past life. They don't understand what it is. They don't even know what it is. It, it could just be a little bit frustrating because you know you can do such great work for the world and you want to be a philanthropist. You want to do wonderful things. So that light is just resonates and assists you to resonate with your frequency so that you start actually attracting into your life the things that you resonate with without even knowing. And I think one of the main things that I teach is to not have attachment to it because what happens when people have attachment to something happening, they start building up a wall. So we also teach people how to easily release that stress through meditation practice and even if they just do the meditation practice to release the stress, have lower blood pressure, you know, their heart is better, everything's better, their health is glowing, they're glowing. And every single mystical, mystical, every single mystical experience who, in my opinion, have really transformed, have hung in there for at least 12 months to start with, to really, really go through the rough patches. And then with gratitude, with learning, with the omnipotent power of the eternal light and this enlightened lineage, and I say thank you to my teacher every moment of my life for being able to train, because it's a woman, an American woman. Think of that, Kevin. I travelled all over the world thinking <laughs> I'm going to find myself a nice Asian bald man who can transmit light <laughs> or an Indian guru with a long white beard. And I did see all of them travelling, but they weren't, they didn't resonate with me. I'm from the West. I'm from Australia. I'm a rock singer. You know, it's like I couldn't, I couldn't see myself in some ashram, you know, um, being silent, doing this, doing that. I, I live in the now, world and I find. That's not you. You know, the same thing happened to my teacher. She said, you know, she lives in the world and her teacher, who was a great Mahasiddha when he was alive, he was also American, he, um, he just said, if you can become awakened, enlightened while working in the world, you're going to, that's real enlightenment. That's not just some Kundalini awakening because you're in the mountains and you're not talking to anyone and you're not there like getting any energy from anyone except nature. When you can work in the world and be around people and still become awakened, that's true enlightenment that is lasting. It lasts forever. Michelle, thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. You are extraordinary. Thank you, Kevin. And all of you out there, just know that 
You may feel like you're alone, but you're never alone. Just go and check out below here, click there and see the different levels of being part of the mystical experience. You can be a mystical experience member and meet people from over 26 countries right now that are just extraordinary for such a small amount of investment in your consciousness, in your life. So thank you so much. And you'll be able to see after this some testimonials from people from all over the world talking about their experience as a Mystical Experience member. Thank you. God bless you. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on Mind Dependence Report.